but a big thing that they say college is really for is networking and I would say I am a hundred percent with that theory because without my networking meeting certain people in college whether it's students or professors and people at certain events I would go to if it wasn't for them I would one I wouldn't have even met Ben Thomas Welcome to Dream Mentorship Podcast. Here at Dream Mentorship, our goal is to inspire women with big dreams who want to learn about and utilize ways in which to be successful boss women in their chosen fields. Tune in each week as we discuss different versions of success with various industry bosses, moms, students, and women in general who are able to take their lives and businesses to the next level. We are here to provide everyone with information on how to live your own dreams, because those dreams are valid. Without further ado, welcome your incredible host for this podcast, Mac Jane Creighton. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dream Mentorship Podcast. I am super excited today to introduce you to Makina Roscoe. Um, she is Philadelphia's finest audio engineer, and she is also an entrepreneur from Boston. Um, but before we get into that conversation, uh, of course, you know, I'm your girl, Mac Jane Creighton. So let's welcome McKenna to the podcast today. Welcome to the welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So we know that you are a brand new engineer at a brand new recording studio called After Five Studios that was founded by your mentor, Ben Thomas, who is Philadelphia's top vocal recording and mixing engineer. Um, and, you know, his portfolio of artists go as far as, you know, McMill, I think that's what a lot of people know. Um, so I want you to talk about your your career right now uh, what does it look like what what is your day-to-day -day life as our as an audio engineer what what does that entail so right now uh ben thomas took me in and i am his assistant he is a really humble guy he's willing to mentor me and basically help me grow to the audio engineer i can be and so right now since basically he's a one-man show he I'm his assistant and he lets me organize song files that clients give him that he has to mix so that his process could go a lot faster so he could just go right into it and he doesn't have to worry about organizing because organizing is basically the longest part. So what I do is basically I uh, organize and reorder different like instrument files and like the vocals and then I will also be like making sure the vocals sound the best they could be so when he goes on to mix the song it could just be really fast and so that's what i do so far and eventually i'll be sitting in on recording sessions once they start at the studio and i will be basically watching him and an another engineer that he hired to work out the studio record different clients so that i could um, see hands-on and get better so that I could start eventually as well. Awesome. So I know you are still new in your career, um, but you know, you were a student first as an audio engineer. 
Um, what is one thing you wish you had known when you began your career? Um, that's a great question. I would say, <laughs> well, one thing I say a lot in a lot of the things I do is that I just wish I known how, like, really, like, the depths of what audio engineering is because I started basically learn taking classes related to it my junior year of college and because that's when I decided oh doing audio engineering could actually give me consistent money rather than relying on just performing as an artist because that's not always going to be like money consistently every week every month and I wish I realized that I would say earlier in my college career like maybe freshman year or even sophomore year I wish that I started taking audio engineering related classes earlier in my college career because then I could be a lot further than when I am now but I am a strong believer of everything happens for a reason so mm -hmm. I'm really grateful and have nothing to complain about about where I am now because I know a lot of people who has graduated in my year or even earlier may still be looking for jobs that they went to college for and I'm grateful and blessed to have be able to uh, get one right right away basically right that is so so important and, and that attitude um it's what a lot of people uh should have you know you just be grateful and thankful uh, for where you are so i i think then this question i want to ask you is kind of related to just what you said what are some of the best resources that have helped you along the way to get to where you are right now it can be a one, podcast book people mm -hmm. <laughs> anything so I would say the first thing it may sound cliche but there's a reason behind it would be my mom because mm -hmm. of the a lot of the opportunities that I got growing up and up to this day is because of her connections within the music industry and just her talking to people about me and just they happen to oh they want uh someone to record their daughter or uh oh, they want someone to perform for this event. And so I would say my mom, because without her, I would not have had the amazing opportunities that I did growing up. And I would just also say in terms of the college years, it's really the people. Like a lot of people say like, yes, college is a place to like learn and like major in something that you want to do for your career. But a big thing that they say college is really for is networking. And I would say I am 100% with that theory because without my networking meeting certain people in college whether it's students or professors and people at certain events I would go to if it wasn't for them I would one I wouldn't have even met Ben Thomas hmm. and uh that's thanks to um one student her name is Corinne and she actually invited me freshman year to go to a music studio uh, and he just happened, like, towards the end of our stay, he happened to, like, walk in because he needed to do something. And me, with my network in mind, he seems like someone important. I just started talking to him, and that's how that started. So I would say networking and also the school I went to, being that I went to school for music, business, entrepreneurship, and technology, I learned both sides of the music industry. So I didn't just learn about the technology side, but I also learned about the business side and how it operates and basically the up-to-date way because 
one thing that I loved about our school is our professors, they're not people who been in the industry like 10 years ago and they're teaching it now because music industry changes like a lot. Like it could change within a year compared mm. to today. And our teach our teachers were like currently doing what they're they were teaching us in the music business, which I really loved. So yeah, I would say that. That's 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 wonderful to hear that. Um, I was gonna take it back a little bit to your mom. Um, how does she know that you be in, you'll be great or you would love being an audio engineer? Was it something you did around the house? Um, I know you're an artist, so outside of you know singing or whatever else, um, artist artistic way that you are. Um, what was something that your mom saw that made her start introducing you to people? Yeah, um, well, ever since I started music in general, not even like audio engineer, I started music, like rapping, learning how to write, learning how to play different instruments, and also learning how to make beats when I was 10 years old, thanks to the Blue Hill Boys and Girls Club in Boston, and thanks to Rick Agler. He was the music director then, and that's when like I started to do that. I started to play guitar. And then eventually in high school, uh, my mom bought me this mini studio setup, and that's when I started to record myself. But even then, I didn't even think of audio engineering. Like when I would record myself, I didn't know what I was doing. Like if I think of back today, from um, if I think back to then from today, I would be like, wow, like I was really not really doing much. I was literally just pressing record and then like releasing the song instead of basically <laughs> mixing it and making it sound like I didn't know what plugins are so plugins is what makes like you could put on an equalizer which uh, takes out certain frequencies in your voice that are like interrupting or you could do a compressor which helps with like compress the sound and the audio so that the, uh, the audio overall isn't too too high like it like equalizes basically your mm-hmm. your volume and your dynamics like I didn't know what any of that really was like sometimes I would just put it on when I was in high school but I didn't know what it was <clears throat> and then in college just that's when I started to learn more and then eventually towards the end of college I'm like okay like it makes sense to be yeah. an audio engineer so, so that I could do more all right, so I am going to take it from where you stopped. Uh, what is the one common myth uh, people have about your profession, uh, especially when they hear audio engineer or they hear artist, they hear musician? Um, you know, people probably come up with all these different things about them. What are some common ones you've heard and how do you want to debunk those? A lot of people believe that audio engineering is really hard. Like when they walk into a music studio, they see the board and all the buttons and the knobs and they think like, oh my gosh, this is, this looks really complicated. But it's basically like anything you walk into. Once you get, once you learn it, it's actually really easy because all those knobs, once you know how to work one column, everything else is the same. And another big myth is how there's not a lot of women in the industry that do it and that's Mm -hmm. even something that I thought as well 
But once I actually went my school, I went to this event called the, it's called AES, I think it stands for Audio Engineering Society. And they have basically a thing every year where like a lot of engineers come together and they talk about new updates that are going on in the industry and also like learn about different engineers in the industry. They come in and talk to you. And you also learn about different products that are coming out. And there I learned like, for example, a lot of the biggest artists that we know of, uh, women were behind them and women were the ones that engineered them, but you don't really know that. So Mm -hmm. for example, I don't know their names, however, but Prince, the, the people behind Prince's albums and their music, they were women. And mm-hmm. a lot of people wouldn't know that because they would just assume that it's a male. Or a lot of people don't really, I would say nowadays people are starting to uh, appreciate more and like notice them and give them credit. But a lot of people don't really pay attention to the audio engineers or the people behind the scenes. They mostly pay attention to the artists that are in the forefront. But yeah. yeah, like I met so I was introduced to a lot of different women that are audio engineers, and some of them were also women of color, which was really inspiring and uplifting as well. That a lot of people, unless they research it, they wouldn't know that oh, this person is behind this really big song that's making a lot of sales or is on Billboard. And people just wouldn't know because they just assume like women aren't techie or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people don't consider women as being techie, but uh, the world is changing and we're seeing more women in professions uh, such as yours or other, you know, classified um, professions that are supposed to be for men only. So it, it's great to hear you talk about that. Um, so I want to, you know, shift gears a little bit and talk about your internship opportunities and how that has shaped um, your career. Um, of course, you know, at Dream Mentorship, we love interns. Uh, we do have a lot of interns and our internship program is, is um, for me, it's one of the best. (laughs) I have to say that Uh, we just love interns. So, and we know how powerful internships can change um, someone or impact an individual's career. So tell me about the internship opportunities that you've had. My first internship, really, um, my first two, I didn't do it through the school though. But since I was learning and I was in college, I just we just called it an internship, but it wasn't really written in paper or anything like that. So the first one was with this company called Hip Hop Real Estate. And this guy, his name is Kerry Andre. He's from Boston and he does real estate and he funds his nonprofit, which teaches youth about uh, interviewing skills and journalism skills and whether that's interviewing celebrities or interviewing people within the community at specific events. And also, so within that, what I did was I was in his office and I would do real estate related stuff, but he also had students that were in a summer youth program. And I taught them about interviewing skills, how to conduct an interview and how to hold the mic and stuff related to that basically because thanks to 
hip hop real estate and my mom uh, when we were in New Orleans and I was actually there for vacation. Carrie ended up being there and then my mom and I met up with him and it was during the time of the Essence Festival and thanks to my mom and Carrie's mic and his company, I was able to interview people like Anthony Anderson, Neo, um, Blair Underwood, and just a lot of people that like are really big in the um, entertainment industry, mm-hmm. which is I was really thankful about. But uh, yeah, that was hip hop real estate. And actually, oh, this is funny. My other internship, I met them at the Essence Festival, thanks to the hip hop um, <laughs> hip hop real estate. Then when I was at the Essence Festival, I was 17 years old and I look really young for my age. A lot of people say that. So to them, they probably see this uh, girl interviewing people and with the microphone and they're thinking I'm like 14, 13 years old. And so they're like, oh, my gosh, like, this is great. Like, and people are really inspired by it. And so there was this lady, her name was Sheree Nicole. She used to work for TV One. She was... Um, basically doing her like little gist of like she was in the middle of the room and like talking and then she looked inspiring to me because I see like another fellow woman of color and then the camera guy his name is David he was recording her and he used to work for TV one as well and eventually we started talking she interviewed me I interviewed her for practice and then from there like I just stayed in contact with them more, most, um, like mostly I stayed in contact with David. His name is David Casanova and he is a film director. So eventually two years down the line, I invited him to come to the school and talk about his um, experience in the industry since he is a film director and he also does camera work for I forget what news network it is, but I don't want to say the wrong one. Mm-hmm. But basically, I invited him to speak for the school. And from there, he basically invited me and my friend to join this short film competition that he was doing. And then ever since then, like, we would go down. And he resides in Washington, D.C. So we would go to D.C. and we'll, like, join the competition, go back and, like, film certain stuff within our short film and I would help in terms of like organizing everything sending emails and also I also um produced a beat for one of the scenes in the film as well so I just do stuff like that like I help him with camera work and also organizing files and emails doing assistant related work basically and Mm -hmm. also putting music a little bit in there as well Okay. Then, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know that internships do have a power to impart, like you've gained a lot of experience. So as we wrap up this section, I yeah. wanted to kind of talk, ask about, you know, we always ask people, what is your biggest dream? And I know that you already started um, a business with your business partner um, called um, Battle of the Pen, uh, where you co-founded a college music um, competition. Um, so I don't know if that's connected to your dream um, in the near future, like your biggest dream. 
Uh, and of course, you hope to be amongst the group of female engineers to watch lists. Um, uh, uh, so that's inspiring. So as we sign up today, can you tell people about that as you know your dream and where people can find you? Yes. I so part of my dream basically is obviously is audio engineering and being a performing artist. So my hope is to basically tour and travel the world and inspire people with my music, whether it's in the United States or elsewhere. And also be an entrepreneur, which was basically in my major. Like my goal over anything is to be a businesswoman and, and be my own boss and make mm. my own money. And so Battle of the Pen is something that could basically start that process and get my feet wet and let me make my mistakes and learn and grow on how to basically run a business. As of right now, we don't know if we're gonna make it a nonprofit or an LLC. However, it will still be a great, <clears throat> excuse me, a great time to basically learn the ins and outs of how to run a business and also having a business partner. And my business partner, her name is Kyla McBride and she also was in my major and she does, She's a performing artist and does, and um, instead of in studio engineering, she does live, live um, music engineering. So we're basically similar in that sense. But I'm excited to see where Battle of the Pen could go because a lot of the when we did our trial run, we call it, because we weren't able to go full out of our, all of our plans because of COVID, sadly. But a lot of the professionals that were in, in, included in it, they said that they thought it was a really cool idea and they really liked it. So our hope is just to make it, let it grow and see where it goes from there. Yes, that's awesome. So we'll be rooting for you and we hope to hear more about Battle of the Pan and hopefully one day also see your name on the list for female engineers to watch. I am super excited for your future and we are cheering you on. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast and, and you know, we wish you all the best in, in your career. Thank you for having me and I can't wait until it gets released. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank you all people for listening to our podcast. If you have any questions or you would love to get in touch with Dream Mentorship, you definitely can send us an email at info at dreammentorship.org. If you have a suggestion of a guest that you would love to hear about, you can also send us an email or you can connect with us on our website at dreammentorship.org. Uh, we are also on Facebook and Instagram. Come hang out with us. We love to get to know you. We love to connect with our listeners from all over the world we just had someone listen to our podcast from israel tel aviv that is exciting you all um so don't hold out you um and let us know where you are listening from we want to know all right thank you all and do enjoy the rest of your day or evening depending on when you listen to this podcast until next time bye-bye Thank you for listening to Dream Mentorship Podcast with your host, the amazing boss lady herself, Mac Jane Creighton. If you liked what you just heard, you can head on over to dreammentorship.org to learn more about Dream Mentorship and what we do as a nonprofit organization. Remember to tune in again next week for more boss lady realness. This podcast has been recorded and edited by Jenna Cohen.